Hey authors, welcome back to another podcast episode. My name is Daria White. Thank you so much for tuning in on today. I hope you guys had an incredible weekend. We are closing out the Save the Cat beat sheet using the Princess Bride. So we've gone through Act 1, we've gone through Act 2, we left off with Dark Knight of the Soul, and now we're concluding it going into Act 3, which is roughly 25% of your book. And endings are just as important as the beginning. So I would hate for you to write a book and then it gets to the ending and then it just falls apart. We don't want that. We want to leave a satisfying ending for your readers. And yes, it will depend on if this is a standalone versus maybe it's a series starter. You may want to end off with the cliffhanger if it is a series. But even in that case, you still want a satisfying ending so that your readers will come back for more. So break into three, which is the protagonist is taking action. So in the crisis, they have a decision to make. They're either going to move forward and face their fears, face their past, face their wounds, or they're going to revert back to what they used to be. So this is them going through and making an active choice. And in case of The Princess Bride, this is when Indigo and Fezzik leave with a still unconscious Wesley and an audacious plan to storm the castle. So they got the pill from Miracle Max, they have a plan in motion, and now they're moving ahead in it. So in the finale which is the next part. The finale is the final moment of highest tension. The protagonist either achieves or fails at their goal. So this is another way of saying the climax. This is the big, 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 big event. The crisis presents the problem, if you will, but the climax is the execution. This is what we've been waiting for. This is what your reader has been waiting for. Everything leads up to this point. So you gotta make it count. In the case of The Princess Bride, Indigo and Fezzik use Max's remedy to revive Wesley and fill him in on the plan. Unfortunately, he has no strength and he can barely hold up his head, much less stand up and fight. Still, they come up with a strategy to play on their assets. And not a moment too soon because the wedding is already underway. So Prince Humperdinck is going through with the wedding. They're having a ceremony. Buttercup is not excited at all, but she's going through with it since they haven't heard from Wesley. Hearing a disturbance, the prince hurries through the ceremony. So if you remember that, he's rushing the priest saying go ahead say man and wife say man and wife because he hears this commotion outside and buttercup is like okay wesley's coming you know what why is there fear behind your eyes if you remember that part in the movie and once they're inside indigo finally comes face to face with count rugen who manages to stab him so they end up having a fight they're fencing and indigo is injured count rugen thinks he's won but indigo is not out yet so in the meantime, it kind of goes back and forth between the fight with Indigo and Count Rugen and Wesley, who reunites with Buttercup in the honeymoon suite. And she's about to commit suicide because she feels like all is lost. I'm married to the prince. Wesley didn't come for me. It's over for me. But Wesley assures her that the marriage is invalid because she never said I do. She's like, yeah, you're right. We kind of skipped that part. He's like, okay, so you're not married. I thought that was kind of funny because she's so hysterical. He's like, wait a minute, you didn't say I do. So you're not married. So Wesley kind of, you know, calms her down with that. And then it cuts back to Indigo, who isn't giving up. He's repeatedly taunting Count Rukin with his greeting of vengeance, saying, um, okay, hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father, prepare to die. And he says that over and over and over again. And he gains this inner strength and he fights to the point to where 
uh, he has Count Rugen uh, in a place of vulnerability and he starts um, making bargains and he's like, okay, well, offer me something. Offer me anything I ask for. And Count Rugen's like, anything you want. But the only thing that Inigo wants is his father back. And with that, Inigo kills Rugen and completes his mission. So he has succeeded in avenging his father's death. And then it cuts back to the honeymoon suite where the prince finds Wesley and Buttercup. Still partly paralyzed, Wesley bluffs his way out of a duel with Prince Humperdinck until he can summon enough strength to get the upper hand. Wesley and Buttercup flee the castle along with Indigo and Fezzik, riding to freedom together. And finally, Wesley and Buttercup share another passionate kiss. So if you remember in that scene uh, when Prince Humperdinck sets uh, to the death and Wesley's like, no, to the pain. And then he explains, you know, that he, he'll cut off, you know, you know, cut out his eyes and, you know, his hands. But then he says, we'll leave your ears so that you would hear people saying, what is this thing? And it'll torture you and, it'll, and you'll hear it ringing in your perfect ears and I leave you in anguish. So, yeah, that is a very, very intense scene there. But they managed to escape and Buttercup and Wesley are finally reunited, which is the one of the main points of the story because the question is asked are buttercup and wesley ever going to be together so it turns out in this story that they are so again your character can either succeed at their goal or they can fail it depends on if you have a positive change or negative change so if it's negative your protagonist may fail and it may lead into the next story if it's a sequel or that may be the purpose of your novel to where it just doesn't work out for them or if you have a positive change then your character will succeed. Maybe they face their past. Maybe they finally heal from those deep wounds that they were suffering from in the beginning chapters. And now they've come to terms with it. They've accepted who they are and they're ready to move forward because they've changed in a positive way. So however you wanna take that is up to you. Which leads us into the final image. This is like your resolution or the last image and feeling, letting the audience depart from your story. So this is tying up any loose ends. If you want to go back and just make sure that you haven't forgotten anything, maybe you mentioned something in the previous chapters, but you never got around to it. This is a place where your critique partner or a beta reader can help you. Maybe there are some inconsistencies or maybe some things weren't as clear. They can help you point those things out so that you won't forget anything and everything can come into um, alignment for the final ending. But in this case with the Princess Bride, we go back to the grandson's bedroom. The grandfather offers to skip the happy ending because he, he knows that his grandson does not like the kissing part. But he says, well, I don't mind so much now. So his grandfather reads the scene. True love has prevailed and caused a change in his perspective as well as the grandson's perspective. So not only was there a happy ending for Buttercup and Wesley, but we also see a change in the grandson. He's now more open to listening to his grandfather. And he says, maybe you can come back the next day and read it to me again. And before the grandfather leaves, he says, as you wish. And that's how the film ends. So not a lot was mentioned from um, the movie as it was in the book, but like with anything, they have to cut some things out in order to allot for time. But if you guys want to read the book, I encourage you to read the book. And if you haven't watched The Princess Bride in a while, go ahead and watch it again. It is one of my favorites. So that concludes 
the Save the Cat beat sheet for the Princess Bride. I hope you guys found this helpful. It may seem like a lot to do on the front end of things, especially for those of us that are pantsers and we don't want to take the time to plan and we just want to write. Again, whatever system works best for you, use it. But if you're anything like me and you struggled with that, this has been helpful to where now I feel like I can take the scenes that I have and I can put them in a certain order to where I know the purpose of each scene. So I know what's going to be my hook. I know what's going to be my inciting incident. I know what's going to be my first plot point and anything in between, which I consider a bridge scene, that will help me lead to the next major plot point. So if I have a hook scene and an inciting incident, then I can insert something in between like that setup scene. Or the theme that stated to where it builds up to the inciting incident so all of this is just a plan to help you implement your scenes as you're writing but whatever system you have please use it and find what works best for you but thank you all for following me along with this this definitely was a trip down memory lane for me you guys enjoy the rest of your day and remember if you wrote a book it is already unique because you wrote it and no one can write a book like you God bless, and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.